According to the National Center for Health, there are approximately 4 million babies born each year in the United States. That's nearly 11,000 babies a day. Today, we live in a world with all types of families and all types of parents. There are the challenges of everyday living, and then there are the challenges that life throws at us, tossing obstacles and stumbling blocks along the way. On today's program, we focus on one segment of parenting, fatherhood. We hear stories of how being a dad has changed over the past several decades. We discover the lessons learned that are passed on from generation to generation, and we learn that it's never too early to teach your child the importance of giving back to their community. From United Way of Greater Milwaukee in Waukesha County, this is Living Local, a podcast brought to you by HSA Bank. I'm Dan Herta. Fatherhood isn't necessarily about big gestures. It's about the little things. Showing up to a school recital, taking time to do homework together, playing basketball on the driveway on the weekend. Time spent together on a regular basis is often more valuable to a child than expensive gifts or grand gestures. United Way's Katie Kuhn had a chance to sit down with two dads and learn more about their views of fatherhood. At United Way, we know that parent involvement is key to children's success in school. That's why we are a proud member of the Milwaukee Community Schools Partnership, a collective strategy to transform schools into places where students, parents, staff, and the surrounding community work together to ensure success for every student. Fatherhood to me means being an active parent, you know, because you can be a dad, but if you're not active, that's not a real fatherhood. You're not showing them that you know, what it, what it is to be a father. That was Andre Richards, father of Hopkins Lloyd sixth grader, Avery. Hopkins Lloyd is a community school on Milwaukee's north side. So you gotta get out that bed and you gotta come to the schools and, and to the meetings and uh, being active in his schooling, his education, as well as weekends, extracurriculars, you know, um, just being there 100%. I met Andre and Avery at the Homework Diner at Hopkins Lloyd. Homework diners happen every other week on Wednesday nights after school, bringing together parents, students, siblings, and teachers to work on homework, play games, and enjoy a healthy meal. Fatherhood, it means a lot to me because I have my father, because my dad did it for me, so I try to do it for him the best way that I can, just be there for him, you know. It helps, the, it helps the child, you know, further their education, knowing that somebody taking it serious with them as well. In addition to being a young dad at just 32 years old, Andre works third shift. While he tries to catch up on sleep during the day, he makes a point to join Avery at school events like this. And I just want him to know that you can be anything that you want to be, whether football player, basketball player, or doctor, or lawyer, or judge, or a teacher you know, or tutor, whatever, you know. I just want you to be anything that you want to be, you know. I don't want to pick the path for you. I just want to help guide your decisions in your path. How would you describe your dad? Uh, he's awesome. Why? 
<laughs> At the Homework Diner, I also met Bobby McKnight. Hello, my name is Bobby McKnight. This is my daughter, Nevaeh McKnight, and my grandson, Ivan. Bobby is what I would call a Hopkins Lloyd superfan. He went to the school himself and loves joining his daughter and grandchildren for field trips and other fun activities. For me, I just love it because I like to see the smiles on the kids' faces. I love meeting the uh, staff, where the new staff, and like programs like this, it really gives me something to do instead of being at home, watching TV being or bored. on the phone, yeah, being bored. So like I said, I, I come down to almost everything they have. Well, I, I learn something every day from the kids. So for me being around them and hanging out with them every day, it's always enriching, it's fun, it fulfills the mind, and it's healthy. A single father himself, Bobby knows how hard it can be to balance a busy schedule and get to school events. He has this advice for other fathers. Just come on down, get involved. If it's not here at Hopkins Lord Community School, go to your kids' schools, get involved. You might, you might enjoy, you might like it, and you might come back. Because the kids really enjoy having their parents there. They love seeing their parents there. They like seeing their parents have fun. The teachers like to see the parents come in because the more parents that come, the better schools will be and the more input that the staff can get from their parents and the parents can learn what their kids are doing and how well their kids are. To learn more about Milwaukee Community Schools, visit our website, unitedwaygmwc.org forward slash education forward slash Milwaukee Community Schools Partnership. Where I grew up, there were not a lot of positive influencers. And when I did find individuals who would make a positive impact on me, I latched onto them like you wouldn't believe. Dante Houston has been preparing for fatherhood his entire life. As the father of two, Dante has had a variety of experiences and people in his life that shaped his view of what it means to be a strong parent. Growing up in the central city of Milwaukee, we did not have much. Uh, my grandmother was the maternal figure. Uh, I did have a mom, but uh, my, my grandmother was, was the rock of our family. And she ensured that we had everything that we needed, uh, even during the toughest of circumstances. So uh, whether that was going to a food bank and getting food uh, for the entire family or uh, borrowing funds from neighbors or, or other communities. She did what was required in order to make sure that we had everything that we needed. So even with small funds, she made a very big impact. Dante learned some strong fatherhood lessons in his life. Most came from those who were not actually his father. Uh, I did not have a father figure growing up, uh, and that's why the, the men who, who I'll speak of uh, throughout our time today uh, made such a big impact, because if there was a man who showed interest and was there for me, uh, I made sure that I was obviously very thankful for that, but that uh, he also received the recognition of, of that fatherly nature. <laughs> um, uh, the biggest influencer that I had in my life was my fifth grade teacher. Uh, Mr. Lemke, uh, within the Milwaukee public school system. Like most teachers, he would come in, do his normal job, and then certainly uh, in his free time do additional things on behalf of the school and on behalf of the students. One of the things that he did for me personally was 
Uh, he noticed that uh, I was never picked on the basketball court, and it wasn't something that I thought was a fun activity, but it was one of the only activities that our school offered. And so he decided that he was going to start a soccer program during the lunch periods, and that's my first uh, exposure to, to something other than what would have been the normal activity within my neighborhood. And so learned how to play soccer at the age of uh, at fifth grade, based on his uh, his guidance, and that continued throughout middle and high school, and and I even played a little in college as well, thanks to his guidance. But uh, it wasn't just about sports for for Mr. Limke or uh, one of one of my greatest mentors. It was also about ensuring that the students who went to the school received a quality education from him, and that they were okay after they left the school. And so, one of the things he did for me that I'll be forever thankful for was went down to central services and enrolled me into a school that was unlike the school that I was supposed to attend uh, within my neighborhood. And that was a big, big turning point for the direction that my education would go. The fact that he took it upon himself to say, our top student in the school isn't going to attend this neighborhood school that we know is struggling. We're going to ensure that you go to one of the best schools. And he personally went to central services and made that change himself. So it's individuals like Mr. Lemke who made the difference in my life and and made sure that I had an an impact that meant that moving forward I also would have that same level of impact on individuals. Knowing and recognizing that we were without certain things, uh, a father figure being one of them, I said that uh, while my father was not there, he was giving me a very important life lesson on what it meant to be a father. And that's how I've become the father that I am today, recognizing that he made some missteps, unfortunately, throughout his life that led him to not be the best of fathers. But he also taught me that there were things that I needed to do to take care of my family as I grew up. Today, Dante uses his experiences to shape the future of his two daughters. My, my philosophy on, on fatherhood obviously uh, started very, at a very young age, recognizing things around me. And um, now that I have children of my own who we, whom we adopted uh, roughly seven years ago uh, out of foster care, we know that there are things that they're going to need well past normal uh, cares. Uh, there's going to be a lot of uh, trauma discussions that we have to have with them, uh, things that certainly... Uh, I experienced throughout my life and in some instances and now can share with them ways to continue their healing. Um, Food insecurity is one of the biggest things that uh, both our daughters have faced uh, throughout their life growing up in the foster care system, being moved from uh, one home to six homes (laughs) with our home being the final one. um, That was one of the biggest things that uh, they've had to deal with was ensuring that not only their health and their well-being was taken care of, but certainly first and foremost that they were fed. So we do our best to ensure that they have a home that is warm and nurturing, but that they'll not have to worry about any of the concerns that that I had to worry about as a child and that they shouldn't have had to worry about as children growing up in our community. Dante has a long history with United Way, and he understands how his experiences with partner agencies has shaped who he is today. So I began my relationship with United Way uh, 
I recognize that that relationship started a lot sooner than uh, when I give credit for. Uh, but uh, at age 13, I received my first uh, offer of employment through uh, one of the partner agencies with the United Way Silver Spring Neighborhood Center uh, to be a tutor and a counselor for the, the youth in that area, which sounds strange that a 13-year-old was going to be tutoring and counseling uh, youth, but certainly I grew up a lot faster than some within our community and was able to provide those individuals with some perspective and some chances that they would not have normally had. And so uh, being in a position where I was learning and growing myself, but then also being connected to not only a partner agency, but recognizing that there, were a, there was a larger organization that was also helping, uh, made a big impact. So I started contributing to the United Way uh, Fund at the age of 13. Uh, <laughs> we weren't paid a whole lot, but we all ensured that uh, the funds that we had were also passed along to others. And so from that point on, I've been a lifelong giver to the United Way and a lifelong contributor of my time, of my efforts, and also certainly of, of the funds in which I have uh, been blessed with. Dante's past experience with United Way has certainly carried over with his daughters, especially when it comes to volunteering. We, uh, we jokingly say they're being voluntold, <laughs> but uh, they love their experiences here at the United Way. They love the fact that they're able to give back to the community. They've volunteered on, on several instances, particularly when it relates to uh, food insecurities uh, within the community. They're very excited to, to assist because they don't want anyone, any child or any student to go without. And uh, I think it's eye-opening for them that we are so blessed and there are instances in which they recognize that there are a lot of children who are not as blessed as, as they are and that we are. Uh, so they certainly uh, volunteer and they, they ensure that uh, whether it be the, the day of action with helping with one of the local schools or uh, any of the other major events, they want to be a part of it and they do so willingly and lovingly. And it's, it's a beautiful thing to see that at 11 and, and 14 that they too have gotten the United Way bug and will continue to be lifelong givers. Having a lifetime of learning, Dante keeps his advice to other fathers very simple. The key foundation uh, to being a good father is just to listen. Um, we are in a different era. Uh, than, than myself and other fathers have grown up in. And so our, our children are faced with difficult challenges that are not ones that we've ever seen before. And so the biggest thing is just to listen. Listen to what your children are saying, listen to what your children are thinking, and uh, ensure that you're providing them with an outlet to be able to do positive things, not only for themselves, but also for our community. Dante knows that being a parent has its challenges, but he also knows it comes with a great deal of satisfaction. The biggest uh, satisfaction that I, that I receive is just seeing seeing growth, uh, seeing growth, uh, seeing laughter on, on my children's faces. Uh, my wife and I collectively will, will just sometimes sit and, and smile uh, when we see our girls do something quirky or, or strange or weird, <laughs> but it means that they're having a normal childhood. And that's what's important to us, is that they are growing up in a home that will nurture those laughs and those mistakes and, and challenges and quirk quirkinesses. Uh, but they're experiencing normal childhood. And, and that's what I hope for every child in this community uh, and, and throughout the world, is that they'll experience that normal childhood, the ability to just laugh or play or cry when necessary. Uh, normal things. To learn more about volunteering, visit our website, unitedwaygmwc.org 
forward slash volunteer. Living Local is a podcast brought to you by HSA Bank. HSA Bank, a division of Webster Bank, has specialized in health and retirement savings for over 20 years, leading the way for the entire industry. It's why today millions of people trust them with billions of dollars in combined healthcare savings. Whether you're paying for medical expenses today or saving for a healthy retirement tomorrow, their experience, strength, and support are designed to help you throughout your entire life. Their offering includes health savings accounts, flexible spending accounts, health reimbursement arrangements, commuter benefits, and COBRA. And with tools and educational support, they make it incredibly easy to own your health. With HSA Bank by your side, you'll be able to make better decisions for greater peace of mind. And that's a prescription that's easy to follow. Learn how you can own your health today at hsabank.com. June is National LGBTQ AI Plus Pride Month. And it so happens we get to celebrate Father's Day the third Sunday of every June. At United Way, we believe diversity goes beyond visible differences and affirms the essence of all individuals, including the background experiences, skills, and perspectives that make each person who they are. Equity and inclusion are at the heart of what it means to live united. Cherie Douglas of United Way sat down with Brett Blom, President and Chief Executive Officer of the Cream City Foundation, to learn what influenced him in his life and to hear advice he would give to other LGBTQ families. Cream City Foundation mobilizes philanthropic resources by harnessing the pride, passion, and commitment of lesbian, gay, bisexual, and transgender people and their allies to advance the human rights and respond to the human needs of LGBTQ people in southeastern Wisconsin. The foundation's work addresses the economic, health, safety, and equity needs that prevent our LGBTQ communities from achieving full inclusion and acceptance. Brett and his husband Chris are parents to two children, a seven-year-old son and a four-and-a-half-year-old daughter, and like many parents, are hoping to make memories and instill the same values that have shaped them. Growing up on a farm and now living, you know, in more urban or suburban um, place is just that ability to be outside. Um, that's something that, you know, I love for my kids to be able to go visit my parents because they get to just be outside and riding the four-wheeler or, you know, just um, doing some fishing down by the pond. Um, so, you know, being outside, uh, being active, those are some values that I think are, are really important for kids because they are able to explore and learn new things when you're out in nature. I just think that's so important. Um, and then, you know, just uh, for me, it's it's also the value of just um support you know our both of our children are very different and they're different than me they're different than my husband um and it's knowing what they're interested in and supporting that and trying to to bring them bring that out in them because i always felt supported and i always felt like my parents were willing to uh, explore all those different passions that I had. And so that's a value that I, I definitely want to want to install my kids. The lives of gay and straight fathers are, of course, 
more alike than they are different. There's diaper changes, potty training, and sleepless nights. And the day-to-day juggling of work to school, to extracurricular activities, to homework, to dinner, and repeating. So what advice does Brett have for LGBTQ plus families? My biggest advice would be find a support system. You know, it's important for my kids to to be around other LGBT families, other families that have two dads or two moms or or one, you know, one dad or whatever, because I feel like they should know that that they're not the only ones. So I think that's been huge for us is is to finding that support system. Um, you know, we talk about the Milltown LGBT families. Uh, that's a group here in Milwaukee that um, is just that. It's a support group for LGBT folks that are raising children. Um, and they, you know, we, uh, I'm, a, I'm a member and a, and a participant of the group, and you know, we do uh, different social activities every month, a variety of different activities throughout the year. And I just think it's such a great um, atmosphere. It's such a great group because you get to kind of socialize and have your children be around uh, other families that, that, are like, that are like ours. The cherished memories and lasting legacy we have of our fathers can be used as lessons as they are carried on for generations. I asked Brett what legacy he hopes to leave for his children. You know, to me it's the legacy of just them never questioning that I'm there for them. Um, and, you know, to me that is kind of an obvious one, but... You know, we, there are kids out there and there are families out there who, and people out there that feel like their family was not there for them. And, and I never want them to feel that. Um, and so the legacy I have is, is the same feeling that I always have felt, that I want them to know that they can do whatever they want in life, just like I was, uh, I had that feeling instilled in me through, through my family, so. Although raining, damp, and only 66 degrees, I recently took to the streets and attended the annual Milwaukee Pride Parade. The Pride Parade takes place on the Sunday during the nation's largest LGBTQ festival with permanent festival grounds, Pride Fest Milwaukee. The weather did not deter the Pride Parade crowd. Supporters lined up for blocks, were out in the streets shouting, high-fiving, and dancing along with each float and all the participants. So I joined the festivities and went into the crowd of parade goers to ask them what celebrating Pride and Father's Day in the same month means to them. And here's what I heard. Tell me your name. Kevin. And what does Father's Day mean to you, Big Swift Pride Month? Um, well, Father's Day means to me, like, appreciating your family not just your father or your son like your whole family and uh how much you know how much you love each other and fathers say it's like one year where you get to like specifically tell your dad how much you love him but you really love him every day and same thing with pride fest like there's so much love and it's just a day we celebrate it so so that's what i think so what's your first name my name is michael all right michael and what does father's day mean to you uh, well, I'm a father. I adopted my son Liam uh, when he was only two weeks old, and uh, he's four years old now. And so Father's Day means to me giving him opportunities in life that he otherwise normally wouldn't have. Forest. Forest. And what does Father's Day mean to you? 
uh, Father's Day is a really special celebration of the men in people's lives. Um, I, my dad was amazing. Unfortunately, I lost him at 18, but he was an amazing dad and showed me what it meant to be loved unconditionally. And uh, for me, that has given me the ability to love so many children that are in my life. Brittany. Brittany, and what does Father's Day mean to you? Um, Father's Day is, for me, is a celebration um, of the relationship I have with my dad. We were not that close like when I was growing up um, because he lived, he, li he still lives in a different state, but like now that I'm an adult, I'm able to, I think we we're able to formulate a different relationship and like a different connection now that I'm an adult and I understand he was chasing his dreams and that's all great. Um, but Father's Day is a time just to, to designate to just us, like celebrating that relationship, all, how far we've come, um, and just like dedicating that day to say like, you know, thanks for all you've done for me. Uh, my name is Declan and Father's Day means a lot to me. I am really close with my dad. Um, I only came out last year, like about 14 months ago. Oh wow. Um, and my, yeah, my dad, it was over face, I was living in the States, I, faced, I was faced on my parents, wasn't planned at all. Just just told them that I was dating a guy and they were so supportive. My, the first thing my dad asked me was, are you are you happy? And my reply was yes. And that meant the world to me. I was in, after we finished the call, I burst in sales. But it was, it meant a lot. So I'm really close to my dad and yeah, Father's Day, Pride. Thanks for listening to this edition of Living Local. Produced by United Way of Greater Milwaukee and Waukesha County and brought to you by HSA Bank. <laughs>